You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you can find podcasts, my G. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to submit any questions, topics, or shoot the shit with the homies. This show is sponsored by Sunday Scaries, Anxiety Awareness Gummies, uh, Tinctures, and uh, FOMO Bones for Dogs. So I just want to let you know go to the website and use our promo code Bucket Up. They'll get 10% off. On today's episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, the homie Lance Mihadas comes on to talk about his star with Turned Up TV and the radio life. We all talk about our best meal that we've ever had. Ty saw Avengers Endgame twice in like 20 hours, and I saw Den of Thieves. <laughs> and uh, the new Schoolboy Q album just dropped, and uh, much, much more. I like how our dynamic is just shifted to me. You know, I do like if I'm doing the music, it's like new music that just came out or a movie that. <laughs> That just came out, and Jesse's just like, all right, yo, I saw the movie that came out a year and a half ago. My song of the week is from 1998. <laughs> you know, everything a nigga say be facts, man. Like, I hope they don't play this shit in court one day. If you look up some of the stories in my city, you will see the relation between the music. <laughs> Everybody with me clumsy. We all be dropping shit Dropping niggas, dropping icy kids Fuck a bitch, drop at her mama crib Not with the gossip, man We do that robbing shit Any means I'm gonna eat Slide with the tank on full Leave with the Glock on E I got a K It hold a hundred But I got lazy Only put 90 Money make your whole team vanish That's a paper trick or a gummy. I be dolo Don't need a posse If you got the wave I got the tsunami Chain hit like I Turner But I don't be bitches I be bodies I just bought some chain reactions Yo, we live You're now listening to Volume 83 of the Bucket Up Podcast Here with your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Butter Sauce. Some call me Tylante. Your mom called me over the cuddle. And I'm here as always with the homie Kid JB. Was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living good. Could have been right last week. Actually, I was right last week. Mister told you so. It is me, the Kid JB. And like I said, it could have been right last week. Um, getting right into it, man. People, you know, like to harp on me. Say, oh no, man, you just over, over, you know, speaking on it. I said the Lakers wouldn't be that hot this year. <laughs> they sucked. And then I said the Capitals would not repeat Stanley Cup champions as they've been eliminated from the first round of the NHL playoffs. And I'm right. The kid JB. But now, nah, man, I'm happy as shit because we got another guest in the building. Brum, brum, brum. I'm going to just bring him in, man. We we firing on all cylinders. We hot yeah. right now. What's man. good? What's good, ass, man? Boys, man, I'm excited to be on this podcast. I think it's been over probably almost about a year now that we connected, yo. Um, and I've been following you guys for a while. I love everything you guys do as far as the content you guys put out. Um, the regular, uh, what do you guys photo call Photoshop? I don't even know where you guys just be busting out these different movie covers that are hilarious, bro. Like, I'll be at work and be like, yo, show, show my homies. Like, look at this one they did this week. The Men in Black one had my boy rolling the other day, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Shouts to Buckethead Friday. But yeah, man, Lance Mihadas from Turned Up TV, Colorado's one, number one radio hip hop and RB. Um, but yeah, man, shouts to you coming on the show. Uh, like you were saying, yeah, we connected a little over a year ago, man. I, um, yes, sir. We kind of had it later in the pod but shit, i want to get to it now like yes tell the buckets i want to kind of hear whenever we bring a guest on i usually fill people in and be like yo this is how we met 
but we never really get the perception of the other person. So, yeah, yeah. how did how did you meet the Bucket Hat Boys, bro? So I was doing some promo on IG, bro. I think it all kicked off on Instagram, to be honest, is um, I was doing some promo and I was looking for some new artists to be on my show. And it was crazy because I commented on one of your guys' posts. And then you're like, yo, we're not hip hop artists. We're actually a podcast in Arizona. Um, it'd be dope if you actually just threw some of uh, our podcast on. So I thought it was cool because it gave me an opportunity to give my fans um, something new, something fresh, rather than every night just listening to hip hop music. So it was cool to be like, all right, yo, check out these guys. And then we busted in and played about a minute of your guys' podcast. Are you guys going back? And my fans loved it, man. They loved it. They're like, yo, that's dope. And then once we shared the content and it, it, with you guys, you know, the visuals that you guys had that really, really, uh, really gave some exposure and, and helped us out a little bit because it was we were in that rut when we we're like, okay, music, 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 music. And then when JB hit me up, he's like, yo, let's get this podcast. If we get a little love on there, I'm like, dude, definitely. That's what they needed. So that, that was big for us, dude. So it was kind of right timing for both of us. I really right. appreciate that, dude, because oftentimes my message gets twisted and it looks like <laughs> I'm asking for handouts or I'm just trying to get right. put on and shit like that. So I definitely want to appreciate you for understanding my message clearly. Um, and that's what no, it was, sure. bro. That that was all right. I intended, just to like show you love and then, you know, hopefully you guys reciprocated or whatever. But yeah, man, um, since then, bro, like, you know, I was, you know, I did my homework on you and uh, filling the buckets in you know, kind of what you go on, uh, the, you know, how, when did you start Turned Up TV and like, when did you like start the concept and started like, you know, get the ball rolling? Yeah, man. And, uh, when I started about six years ago, um, again, I started doing and it's dope. That's why I think, I think we have good chemistry. I mean, me and you talk pretty much on the reg about, you know, just different business stuff and, and, um, you know, you ask for advice sometimes and, you know, I can, you, you kind of help me out with what I want to do, um, creatively, but, I think it's dope just because podcasts aren't easy as you guys know. I mean, right. I, I, I tell you, you know, this is number what, 86 for you guys or 83 on yeah. going on 86, which is impressive, man, because I hear it all the time down here in Colorado. I mean, everyone wants to literally do what I do is interview artists and start a podcast. And, and what they don't understand is first off for me, it was a little harder because it was all me. For you guys, that's why I think you guys, it's amazing because you have two different dynamics working. You know, you have your flavor and then you have, you know, his style. And that's that's amazing for a podcast. That's what I kind of struggled with for a while by myself because it was all me. And I felt that people were getting bored of me. So then I started figuring out a way to get artists in and get different segments in and stuff like that. So I understand the struggle of <laughs> making a podcast. Right. and. I know you guys, that's why, I mean, I, I'll be, I'm proud of you guys as shit because a lot of people just give up on podcasts. They're like, yeah, 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 let's get it going. And then they do it for two weeks and then I go, like, oh, work gets involved or this gets involved. And, right. and for you yeah. guys to keep that platform, that's probably reason why you guys are being so successful now because people can rely on the Bucket Up podcast, right? They can rely on you guys giving them that content every week. And at times there was it what turned up where I was not doing shows and then fan base is like all right he's half-assing it is he doing it is he not and i think we all go through that rut i mean you guys probably went through that at times too with the podcast where you know someone you know life happens right i can't right. do it this week i got work i got family i've done yeah. that too but the difference is to be like okay well we got to keep going we got to make sure we keep doing it though so that's what i respect about you guys especially just being <clears throat> because you guys know i mean you probably see it all the time everyone wants to do podcasts right <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> 
Yeah, we get that a lot, man. That, I hear that a lot. Like, oh, I would do a podcast if I had the time. And I'm like, yo, like me and like kind of put some some respect on our name. Like me and Ty don't have extra time in our day. We make time for this shit. Yeah. And, and you know, it's a passion of ours because we both have a radio history like you, Lance. And, you know, in this world, you're not going to be giving shit. So we kind of are building something off some, you know, we I personally want to be on a microphone ranting and complaining about shit anyway. Right, <laughs> and then doing it to, with somebody that's actually able to put up with me and then give shit back to me is like you know cool because the way we kind of hooked up like as a duo was kind of you know natural in its sense. I mean, we started working together at a job, um, you know, then we just started bouncing jokes off each other and started becoming like the funny guys at the office, right? And then people just kind of wanted more from us, so then. You know, we just we started, like you said, with the bucket hat covers. And um, from there, people were like, yo, you guys should start a podcast or do a show or some shit. So we're like, yeah, we're, right. so we, you know, we started it and two, two years, almost two years later, here we are. Which is, you know, it's crazy, you know, but it's, it's been cool thing, been a cool thing to kind of keep up with and, and to keep doing. And like you said, it is, it is hard to do week in week, you know, making sure we can come up with content that we think people actually want to hear about that we could actually right. talk about. You know, sometimes it can be a struggle, but, you know, sometimes you kind of just got to push through. You know what I mean? No, I get it. And I mean, you guys, you guys get it, obviously, because you guys wouldn't be on episode 83 if it wasn't about that. You guys be it on episode three or four, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, um, no, it just shows that you guys are serious about your craft. And, um, you know, again, just for me, that's what I'm saying. Keep doing it and keep pushing it for you guys out there, because um the second that you guys stop i mean someone is going to jump on your momentum and take over and become you know you know be that duo that you guys do so you already have that niche and especially for me being all the way down in colorado and i loving you guys and understand what you guys do that should just say something for what you guys have done is you know for a podcast and i think another thing that's great for you guys to have your voice and be able to own your own podcast and because first off um, firsthand, I work in FM radio. I work for Flow 1071 down here. It's, a, it's a, one of the biggest hip hop stations in Denver. Burr, burr, but burr. Bah, 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 bah. but um, <laughs> I'm not. Play. I'm not dying to get on. I love it there, but I'm not dying to get on air because mm-hmm. right. I have my podcast to have my voice and have that outlet, which I can kind of do a little more things my way anyway so i see a lot of people go in the studio and we have some younger cats in there who are kind of getting ready to maybe jump on air and one of the dudes the other day was like yo bro like you've been here busting your ass like why aren't you getting ready to get on air and i'm like you know for me right now i'm on the sales side too so i'm I'm making some bank on the sales side so i'm like bro i'm chasing i'm chasing this bread but then i could still have the outlet to have my voice if i want on my podcast that's what you guys are going to be able to put yourselves in position too, because everybody, same thing, you know, once they get out of school for media school, they want to go to, I was, I was that dude. I'm going to get out of school. I'm going to go to FM. I'm going to be a jock. I'm going to be on radio. Cause I think I'm that good. I went over there and as much as I experienced and everything that I did, I got slapped in the face and they're like, no bro, like you're not going to be on air. You're going to have to go down to, you know, the small station country, Pueblo somewhere else and do your thing. But that's where I re- re- fell back. And I'm like, dude, that's cool because I could still go home and produce content right. and even cuss, even smoke, do whatever I want on my right. own shit. Cause it's mine. Right. So when did you get into like, you did radio in college and stuff like that or high school? Like when did you kind of know that you wanted to do radio at slash music or entertainment type shit? I think it's funny. That's a good question, man, because I was thinking about this the other day and I was thinking about this actually yesterday because DMX came, he was in Denver and I had some tickets to go, but 
I couldn't go because it was game seven, bro. So I had to stay home. <laughs> I got you. We'll get into that a little later. But um, I remember at a young age, I was always connected to radio. Like I remember waking up literally at like three in the morning, four in the morning, and I would always have my radio on. And I remember specifically waking up because back then it wasn't like now, bro, where we could YouTube a song and just listen to it, right? Right. It, it was fucking when DMX fucking, you know, Rough Riders anthem came on. That was the only time that was the time to hear it, bro. So I was right, three, I'm right. like, bro, I gotta fucking jam this right now. Three in the morning yeah. vibe and listen to that DMX and then the song's over. I go crash back to sleep. But <laughs> at that time, that was the only, some of the only times I could hear it, right? Or you yeah. know, during school, I wasn't so I, I kind of always had a connection to radio and I always wanted to kind of entertain. But then when it came was when I started doing the podcast is <clears throat> I never, I, I tried to go to radio school, bro. And they denied me cause my call, like I had too much debt and shit. So I was like, all right, there's radio careers done. So then um, same thing. I'm like, you know, I started making music and during that time that everybody wanted to rap, same thing like podcast. Now everybody wanted to rap, and make music. Right. So it's so hard to give, you know, people to first off, take you serious. Cause you're a Colorado rapper. Second off, there's so many. So I'm like thought around the ball. I'm like, how can I get these voices and my voice heard with something different? So I started turns up TV to promote Colorado hip hop and to get myself in there. And then it blew up to the point where we got on iHeartRadio. Um, you know, we started getting thousands of followers, thousands of listens. And then when I really knew it was big, bro, is when I had Larry Uliberry, who's, you know, Denver radio legend here, hit me up on Instagram and say, yo, your shit's, your shit's dope. Your, your, your shows, I see you got a lot of fans. Why don't you come intern at Flow 1071? So that's just where it took off, bro. Like, I really, really never really had a plan or a dream. I mean, my dream, to be honest, was to go to the NFL and be a quarterback. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like I played it. football. I was an all-state quarterback. I mean, I'm not the biggest, but I was fucking – I was in my Mike Vick shit back then. So nice. I, I was pretty you. focused on that, man. And, and, and then once that dream was done, I really was like, fucking, I'm just going to be a normal person and go work, which which – which was just drove me crazy because I, I didn't want to be that person. But I, I, I was like, fuck it. I'll just go work call center, concrete, Lance, all this shit that didn't make me happy, bro. Mm -hmm. um, and just like you guys, I think I, I bet you guys can testify that that's another reason why you guys started your own shit to hopefully build something where you guys, you know, I mean, obviously we want to live off this. It'd be awesome if mm -hmm. in five years, you guys, we could both talk, and we're like, yeah, we're both making bread off just talking. <laughs> yeah, for right. sure. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fucking awesome that you you kind of saw like your situation of like, you know what I mean, like trying to be discovered and use that as like the basis of your show. Like that's fire. You know yeah, I mean? man. I think um, I always say this, and I mean, I think I was blessed in life to kind of think different than other people, just to think outside the box and think. Cause there's always been things that I've done that has been successful and it's always been kind of in a different way. And for me, and I think that's why I mean, me and J JB asked me for some, you know, um, advice once in a while is I really pride myself on being a humble person. Like, right. uh, cause I understand what, where assholes are. At. I understand where people hated on my podcast and where people didn't think it was going to go nowhere. And, I'm like, bro, you you can make so much better relationships if you just support other motherfuckers. Right. Same thing, like people people are doing what I do down here in Denver. They're they're doing interviewing Colorado artists, and they and some of them are doing it really good. Some of them are doing it all right, but I still don't have no hate towards them because I'm like, bro, that's just building the industry. That's why I'm like, hell yeah, I'll go on your guys' podcast and do it because I think that's dope. I think that's cool right. to to support someone else in there. Um, how did you guys feel when you guys started to get in your momentum going together? Well, what was that for you for like for you guys? Uh, I think the tipping point was uh, we got the published article on Bro Bible. Um, 
we I think that was to me at least uh an eye opener that like we kind of hit a niche or some sort of market because it pushed the needle enough to get uh you know a website to talk about us right if it was recycled content they probably wouldn't so at that point that's when i kind of was like damn well this is funny i you know i pride myself on being the funny guy in the room or in the office so you know i want to continue this type shit so uh for me that's when i kind of was like all right maybe we could turn this into like you know a movie role or tv show or cameo in a movie or something like that and then maybe commercials like i don't know something like that something marketable yeah Uh, cartoons voiceovers anything um but that's me yeah for me it was a little different like i think anybody could tell jb's a little more confident off rip (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah so like me i'm like you know anything like you do like this is gonna be scary and so i'm like we could have done this shit and had you know two or three listeners a week and you know i'd have been cool because you know you know we were we had separated we you know we weren't at the same job anymore so for me it was kind of like a cool way to stay in touch with a homie right um but like once you know people that well people that i know people that i didn't know people like yourself were kind of like oh yo i fuck with the pod or like they hit up hit us up with questions people you know they're interacting with us on social media like, you know, even people like I know, because like even if you know people, that don't mean they're going to, you know, listen to a whole podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, do, you know what I mean? But like when people are like going back and forth with me about it, that's where I'm like, all right, yo, like, yeah, I know this person, but like I know how that shit work. Like people don't have to give their time to shit. Right. And right. The fact that people are giving their time and like actually enjoying this shit. I'm like, I right, just being able to do that to like one or two, three, four or five people. Like, I know we can do that shit to more people. Like, we can get more fans. We can build more people. We can do it to a couple people. So, oh, like, that's, that's, yeah. so like, you know, as I've seen that more and more, the more and more I got more confident about, like, what we can actually do with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean, for you know, for just uh, going off, you know, how you guys really made an impact is, you know, again, our show was one of the biggest shows in Colorado, and I can't name another podcast in Arizona besides you guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like that, like for real. Like, I mean, you know, obviously, if I did some work and looked at, but that's how you guys know that you made a name and you guys are making some noise even outside of the state because, um, again, same thing, you know, that they could be someone in Arizona that'd be like, I, I can name a radio station in Denver and they don't know about us, mm-hmm. but that's okay because we still know that we have a connect with you guys and we're making moves. And, that's just what it is with, you know, being independent and being able to do what you want. But same time is, and you guys know, like no one's going to care about your product as much as you guys do. So sure. once I see you guys every day, okay, yeah, these dudes are really coming up with content. Cause it is, man, is, you know, it's not easy to like, all right, dude, what do we talk about today? Or what are we going to do? How do we make the show fresh? What's different? Do we have a guest? All that shit is a struggle. It's a whole production. And, and that's, what's cool about you guys to be able to put that together and, and make that work for for just for podcasts because like again the more that podcast gets notarized and gets i mean it's just it's taken off now and everybody wants to do it so to have your fan base and have everything set like you guys do like we do it turned up um it gives us an edge tremendously over anyone right now especially in the social media content age yeah for sure man like i say also one thing this is provided is i made like some cool friends through so the shouts to the homie kurt uh he went to high school with ty yeah yeah 
And then he Don't became like a frequent bucket listener of the pod. And then he lives in Chicago and I actually was going to Chicago at the time. So then we actually linked and now we were homies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. This pod has provided like friendships as well. So it actually, it's not just for, you know, it's actually, you know, done things for me that I didn't even think like, I, you know, you go into this th- thinking like, Oh, I want to turn this into something, but you don't think like, Oh sh- shit, I can meet somebody. And, exactly. And that's the thing yeah. about it. The connections is now that you guys, I mean, same thing, you guys come down to Colorado, you guys are more than well connected. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you guys got a studio you can go to and record. You guys can, you know, you guys got connect with me. We could be able to do some, some media stuff. And it's the same thing about Arizona, which is amazing. You know, I have a, yeah. About two years ago, me and my brother took a trip down to California to go watch a Falcons Raiders game. And what I do, man, me being business all the time, I'm like, fuck it. I got on Instagram. I hashtag California hip hop, found a crew down there that was dope, linked at them. They got me some weed. We did a podcast. Mm-hmm. We uh, pregame tailgate with them before the Raiders game, like, and got into like the special Raiders fucking crazy fan place where no one could get because of them and again it was all because of a podcast bro. that's all awesome, because, all because of a podcast if not we probably would have went to the game and just hung out at the hotel and went to the game normal you know what i'm saying like instead of having that extra experience so that's what's super dope about it um and just being able to have those connections and and be able to make moves through that way as well it's crazy. you know it's funny you say that man like and not to act like we still in this inclusive group but like you know, some people don't really understand what we do, including, you know, sadly, my own family. Like, my sister just doesn't understand this work. And I got invited, shouts to TTS, uh, talk that shit. Uh, my homie Stud and C. Jones, you know, have a podcast back home where I'm from in Huntington. <laughs> That's so cool. And they're in the, the station, though. They're kind of in the hood. Um, but we rep it. <laughs> and uh, what's funny is my sister is, like, not comfortable with me going down there. Because I'm from the village, which is, like, kind of the middle ground. Okay. And uh, when I, you know, go there late at night, she's like, oh, no, I don't want you going over there, blah, blah, blah. But my, the thing about, like, my, my relationship with my sister, she's, like, never been around. So she doesn't really know where I can and cannot be. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or where I should be. But it was funny because I was like, yo, this is where the studio is. I have to be here. Like, can you give right. me the ride or not? And she's like, uh, I'll give you a ride to, like, the station. And you got to come there. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> she's like, I ain't pulling up in that hood. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. So, I, you know, I go up and do the episode. And it was, it was fun as shit. And then I made my way back to Brooklyn, you know. And, you know, got back to my parents' house or, like, whatever. And the next day, she's like, my mom's like, you know, why is why was your sister freaking out? I was like, I don't know, man. And then, you know, we posted the pictures of the episode and it was all laughs and smiles <laughs> were, you know, in the studio, like right. thumbs up and bucket hats. And she's like, looked like a good time to me, you know? But anyway, like, yeah, shouts to that. Like, I always feel like now whenever I travel, like I've always been on this tip. I only like traveling to places that I know people in mm. the location. I don't like going to like an undiscovered spot because... I know myself and I may get in trouble in that location. And I don't want to be out of pocket. Nah. Check in, bro. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, you got to check in, man. Nah, what it is, I just want someone to get me weed. That's all it is. <laughs> no, I feel you on that, bro. That's exactly why I use the connection to California. I'm like, bro, I'm going to Kelly. And uh, I think I don't think at this time rec was available, or I was probably just got it. But so same thing. I'm like, yo, I'll hook you up this interview, bro. But you give me some nugs, and he's like, "Oh, fuck yeah, I got you." You know what I'm saying? So, funny, um, but the cool thing about it, also, like I said, is it just gives you a reason to be connected to people, or gives you a reason to connect to people, right? Like, same thing. If you just pull up and you go on to fucking, let's just say, South Dakota for vacation, 
you ain't just gonna randomly go on Instagram and hashtag South Dakota and find some homies and be like, yo, what's up? Go on chill or what? You know, I'm that's right. weird. Right. 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 Yeah, but yeah. you can pull up and be like, yo, I'm with the Bucket Hat Podcast, I'm with Turned Up TV. You know, I want to sit down, chop it up, do an interview while I'm down there. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. You know, meanwhile, come by and check out this show. Or, oh, yeah, I got the weed or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. instantly connected right there because of the media that we have and that, we're, the, you know, the service that we're able to provide. Right, for sure. And that, and that helps out everybody because, like, if we have an audience, they have an audience, then it, you know, it just only helps out both parties. Uh, yeah, dude, that's funny because I was going to say, like, with that, um, you know, I have a homie that's from high school that lives in Florida. I know I was going there for a wedding. I hit him up. was like, yo, let's link. He does music and like, you know, so I, and does photography. So I was having him send over his work to me and like I share his shit. So, yeah, it's always about love. Um, but, uh, dude, also, I wanted to t- touch on like it's really impressive how you guys have guests like every day um, and you guys give out those plaques like with the turned up TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they say the exit shit, like, yo, this is number one, you know, hip hop. Um, how do you do that? Do you book the artists like a month in advance? Like, what's the process like? No, man, there's just so many artists. Like, it's crazy to how that works is when we get ready to do interviews on Turns Up TV, man, we, um, it's literally just like spare the moment, man. Like this week, we'll be like, yo, we can hit up artists or we have artists. I have a, my, my uh, co-host, shout out DJ Coast, who, who's my official DJ. He books a lot of the artists, and then um, it's just there's just so much talent in the city, bro. That it's just undeniable. Just just hard to not do interviews every week. Like we have people, we could literally go Monday through Friday and have an interview every day. With those days, probably doing about three interviews a day. That's uh, crazy. We could do three, six, and twelve. You know, we probably could honestly, if we did this week, we'd be like coast. Let's set this shit up. Let's do twenty one interviews this week in the studio. We could do it. Um, at that point, I just feel sometimes that we might be saturating our audience and might be hitting them with too much, you know, like, on the, oh, Turns Up TV's live again. Turns Up TV's live again. So that's why recently we kind of pulled back a little bit and kind of went to just maybe just a couple fans um, or a couple interviews a week just because of that. But I think people – it's funny because people enjoy it, man. Like, the numbers don't go down. We look, look at the lives, and almost these interview gets, you know, five, 600 live views. If it, depending on the fan base – it's funny because there'll be dudes. There's some dudes who came in the other day. They were, came in like six deep, and I'm like, all right, their interview's gonna blow up. They're gonna do great. Um, it barely got to like 400 views, and then literally right after we had another artist come in. One dude didn't think he was gonna, you know, didn't really hear too much about him, and that dude's like blew up. Like had like tw- mm-hmm. 21 shares, like went over 2k views. Like, so it's funny because you don't know who you're gonna get. At the same time, you're running <laughs> into the risk of getting artists in there where I've had an artist in there. I'm like, oh shit, bro. Like, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> like I was going to yeah. ask you about that. Dude. How do you, how do you handle that? Yeah, man. The thing that makes our show so authentic and I think is so real is we really don't pre-screen any music. We don't pre-screen like what they're doing because we want to show that we're, uh, we're just giving anyone a shot. And you know, if it was garbage, most likely we probably wouldn't move forward. But that just shows right there. I mean, we have people like, bro, that was that, that music was garbage or that artist was terrible. <laughs> or that, it, not even that, just the interview. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys have done interviews where people are just don't talk. And I'm like, why, why are you doing interviews? Surprisingly, like, we've actually we've been on a good run of everybody yeah, so we've far. had on has been great. 
Okay. Yeah. Good for you guys. You're going to run into it. Get ready for it. I mean, <laughs> you're run into somebody my, who's my, not going to want. Bro, homeboy came in the other day. The, the group, same group I was talking about, they were high as hell. They weren't from Colorado, first of all, so that was one thing. They came in high as hell. Then I keep asking them questions, right? And I'm like, yo, what's up with the next project? And they'd be like, can't tell you that, yo. Like, that's <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, okay, well, what y'all got next? What's coming? Yeah, we can't really say too much on that, man. Like that's on the. I'm like, well, why the fuck did you come on my show? Like, why did you come here? They literally did not want to talk, and I'm just like, cool. Let's go to your music and go to it, man. Because for me, bro, I'm a no bullshit person as well. Like I tell artists, like if you're not there on time, you're gonna fuck up my groove and my my uh, how I feel. Like I, I I'm an impatient person. So when people are late, I'm already like, fuck, dude, I'm pissed. So like when they get there, like one dude came the other day and he was like, 45 minutes late and we had like 15 minutes left. And he like shows up and he's like, what's up, bro? I was like, we only got 10 minutes, bro. Like, I don't, you even want to do it? And he's like, well, yeah, man. He's like, well, you're going to be like in a bad mood. I'm like, bro, I've been sitting here for an hour waiting for you. And he's Damn. like, I know tra traffic is bad. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, y'all need to know that traffic. Y'all need to account for that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, same thing with you guys. Like, if artists or people show up to your guys' interview, you know, late or whatever it is, I tell them, you know, what happens if you get big and you get to go to Hot 97? They ain't going to wait for your ass. You know, they're going to keep on schedule and move on. Sometimes they might, but I don't know. I think it's just uh, trying to teach th those dudes, too, to be professional. I'm like, yo, I understand that, y'all. You know, <laughs> we're not the biggest show in the world, but. You know, this is my time. This is my my money, and and if you can't be here on time, like, then I'm gonna be pissed, and it's gonna fuck up the whole the whole vibe. So, right. do you guys get like that? Like, you guys, like, how's it work with uh with the dynamic with you guys and artists? I mean, or with interviews and stuff like that. Well, first, uh, let's. Have, <laughs> I want to apologize for rescheduling on you for the last. Three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds you're pretty passionate about that. Yeah, no. like y'all ain't motherfuckers late. We like yo. Interview. <laughs> We're like, damn, oh. is he subbing us right now? He's like, goddamn, yeah. whole show up. Uh, nah, no. nah. <laughs> that was my fault. No, no, no. Anyway, I'm uh, pretty sure that was my fault the first time. Uh, it's good. No, we're just laughing. No, but uh, we here. No, the uh, we're laughing about uh, the. I don't know. Luckily, all the interviews we've had have been gone on. They have been late. Usually, we we tell guests now because when Ty and I start, when we intend to start at like say we say eleven, we really mean like eleven fifteen, eleven thirty type shit. Right. Um. So we tell people guests now, like yeah, an hour later or, or you know, you know, half an hour later. But uh, we you know, I mean, usually, luckily, no problems, man. We we uh we shout out uh like a week before usually um if somebody cancels they cancel we've had a couple cancellations day of but we always have backup content just in case yeah. so we just rock you know um, i'm digging that hot tie that all that issue is hard oh yeah thanks man <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's just clean dude uh <laughs> i was gonna say so uh oh any any um birdman moments any like altercations on on camera or oh, on, yeah. like, you know, oh. fight somebody or kick them out of the studio I haven't had anyone come into the studio in a while, out, bro. Um, I have had someone. It's funny you ask that. I have had someone hit me up afterwards, and I told them that they could come on in and while out if they want because they felt brave. So, um, homeboy came on, did my show one day. Um, uh, was all cool, and then like about a month later, he hits me up. He, he's writing me on the terms of TV Instagram, my personal Instagram. Yo, I need to come back in. You come back in. And at that time, it's just we were just blowing up, bro. We had we were a book, so I left them on scene, which I hate to do. I tried not to do that to people. Um, 
but uh, I ended up doing that. So then he ends up writing back like, oh, y'all whack. Y'all fucking whack or something. So I'm like, bro, we gave you an interview and all this. So I'm like, and you're going to say that we whack and start talking. So he's like, yeah, you just a fucking one. You, he's like, you're just a, a intern at Flow. You ain't shit. All this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, I'll be at the studio at four o'clock today. You are more than welcome to pull up. We, you can pull up with your problems on camera. I don't care. And, you know, and then he's just like, oh, no, I don't need to waste my time on y'all. And I'm like, bro, you got like literally like, 40 for five followers. Like, I didn't want to go to that point, but I'm like, your yeah. opinion isn't irrelevant to me right now. Like, yeah. I try to do it. It just got to the point where I'm like, bro, I, I was gave you an interview, I was helping you out, and you just want to want to just turn the corner because we're doing this. So that's the only time when I had anyone really like wow out. Um, but yeah, man, not, not so far in the studio. I, I know that it will get to a point that an artist probably will take advantage of that time and, and fucking will, I don't know, either come in. I've never had anyone that had any beef with me, they'll come on. So um that probably will happen more uh i, I just <laughs> i haven't had that moment i know it probably will have you guys have anything like ha happen on the show before uh no i mean unfortunately like i was saying earlier my message gets twisted so um <laughs> all, the, get, all the smoke jb gets is on the internet so. yeah, all the <laughs> yeah, yeah man and you know like i said lance i appreciate you understanding because you know where i i reached out you know i didn't like was like yo let me get on the show i think i commented make you know i make jokes here and there or whatever but it's always been love you know but um nah i just get a like i'm not gonna name drop them because they don't deserve the clout but there's a, a podcast that's out there that i showed love i bought their fucking book um you know interacted on their content you know listened to their shit you know had good interactions with them and then one time I asked them like a genuine question about mm. like how they scheduled their interviews when they're traveling or stuff like that. Right. And they called me pocket a pocket watcher. Yeah, it was real weird. And that was just really like, weird. yeah, and telling me like, yo, we don't ask you about your finances, mind your business, all this shit. And I'm like, fam, you guys are verified on Twitter. You guys already, you guys do interviews with, you know, the locks and Jay-Z and all these big ass names, Cardi B and shit. And you're calling me like, a pocket watcher like you're insecure yeah, that, fuck, bro. yeah like, that's that's just bullshit yeah right and like i'm like fam like i never once said like yo can i see your debit card your bank account like yeah nobody was like let me let me go over the books fam i think word for word i was like me and my co-host have full-time jobs so we can't afford to miss work how do you guys do it i said some shit like that they do and, all the traveling right that's what it was it was like yeah. how you guys make time and room and budget for like traveling that's all you that's all you pretty much ask Right. Like, yo, why are you watching pockets? Like, what? <laughs> so yeah. that's like that's the shit that kind of comes across. And then I get in my feelings because I'm like, man, I know I'm rough around the edges, like, but the people that know me like already fuck with me like that, and they kind of handle me with care, so to speak. And, and I think uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think you're right. I think it's people not being insecure and being threatened by other people, or not even threatened, just I guess it would be because again, like when you ask me certain things, you could, you know, I'm like, bro, this is this is what I do. If you need to, you know, because I'm like, it's not really that fucking much of a secret sauce or a fucking right. secret. Yeah. It's just you're just you stay consistent. You bust your ass. You fucking you're frequent. You you're loyal to your fans. You put like the basic things that you think of. That's the fucking key to success. Right. And that's why when people are like, yo, same thing. You're like, how do you get your interviews? Whatever it is, it's just. I'm like, I tell you, we get interviews by just either going on Instagram. Instagram's the biggest thing to DM artists, comment on their stuff, interact. And I think the biggest thing, like you talked about too, is just generally showing love to people, right? Not just being an ass or being, you know, like those people. Those people could have been like, 
yo, bro, uh, they could have went about it a different way. They could have been like, um, we figured it out, you know, on our own, my man. Hopefully you can figure it out. Something like that, right? right? right Rather right, than right. just uh, just watching our pockets. So when people, you know, ask about like what's going on with content or what's the secret, I'm like, bro, there isn't. There's just you, you, you fucking figure it out and you work hard and you eventually right. you learn from just failing, right? You guys have probably done shit but like, oh, that didn't work on this podcast. Let's talk about this. Or, you know, was, there's been stuff where I've had people come on my show and talk about stuff that I wasn't comfortable about. I'm like, oh, we can't put, you know, someone came on one day and started just like, we're in the middle of a conversation, bro. And this dude just starts making jokes about abortion. And I'm like, Whoa. wow. We're like, Whoa. All right, bro. So we, yeah, yeah. So we cut it right there. And we're like, bro, we, like we were like 50 some minutes into it. And back, this is like when we first started. So back then, everything was running live. Like we couldn't cut it or mm-hmm. edit it out. So we're like, bro, you literally just ruined our podcast. And it's like, what, man? Like it was a joke. I'm like, bro, you. And like he didn't understand. And then I had another homie come on a podcast and start joking about, you know, doing coke and doing do different different drugs. Like certain certain. It was more than just a joke. Like he was like really ranting. And I'm like, bro, I can't have that on my show, bro. And he's like, why? And I'm like. Cause I'm trying to build an audience at this time, you know. I'm trying to make money off the show, right? right. You're trying to monetize your show. There's there's things that you can't do, especially for upcoming podcasts. And I think that's where a lot of people fail too. Is they're like, I want to be so raw, I want to be explicit, I want to be, you know, do this. Right. And I'm like, you can walk that line, but you have to remember at the same time is you're still trying to make a name for yourself. Like mm-hmm. Joe Rogan is able to go on and rant and say the crazy shit he can because he's made, right? He's made. He has a show. He has the money. But for us coming up, like, we have to be careful with anything we say. That's when artists come on. I'm like, yo, they're like, can we cuss? I'm like, yeah, you can cuss. I'm like, you know, no N-bombs, no homophobic slurs, like, nothing right. like that on the show, though. Like, and if you have can't, if you can't be professional enough to not say that, then you, you probably shouldn't be in this position because you're going to be in a radio interview someday. Or and you can't, you're you be- can't do any of that stuff. <clears throat> yeah. So you have to understand where there's a line, you know? When you come on my show on Turns Up TV, you could say, you know, you can drop some F-bombs or you can say, you know, whatever it is. But you got to watch that. And just a lot of people fail because they want to be so raw and be like, you know, I'm going to stand out and be the Howard Stern of podcasts. Uh, bro, you don't have the name to do that yet. Right. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I actually uh, finally say that. Shouts, I, I work in this football league, the semi-pro football league uh, out here in Arizona. And these, some of these dudes are just kind of holding on to the dream. They're not really going to move on to the next level. So they're just right. kind of like, you know, giving it their all. And some of these dudes like talk shit to each other throughout the whole league, like, oh, you suck, man, and you suck, blah, blah. And I'm like, fam, if you guys want to be taken seriously, you guys gotta have to hype each other up. Cause right. like if you guys are like, yo, man, you fast as shit, like you made me work today, that's gonna make other people respect the league more. Right. Oh, for sure. If you see people bashing them own selves and their own product, you're just like, all right, well, maybe you're not me- maybe you're not meant for this because you don't even know how to like run an organization, you know? Yeah, right. no, that's for sure. Um, so I would, you know, it's funny to see that side of things as well. Inside, inside.
Um, so, okay, an alternate universe, bro. Getting a little more bucket up content now. All right. <laughs> uh, in an alternate universe, bro, if you didn't want to be radio and didn't have like the niche for entertainment and stuff like that, like, wh- what do you think you would be as a profession? I think, dude. I think I would. I think I want to be a lawyer, bro. Lawyer. <laughs> yeah. I, I think. Uh, I think. Um, I know it would kind of be different, but I, I really, really love the show Power. Nice. Um, that's that shit, bro. Yeah, that's my show, bro. So for me, I would want to be a lawyer, or I want to want to be fucking James St. Patrick, bro. I would want. <laughs> I want to be. Nah, nah, you can mind us a drug deal and all that shit. I, I, I would just love to be a boss who can own a dope ass club or for me, man, like it's funny. A lot of people, you know, you'll see me on my Instagram and different pics and stuff. And I'm always, you know, with a hat and the chains and stuff, but I love dressing up fancy, bro. Like I like looking like a boss and that's eventually what I want to do is own my own uh, multimedia company where um, we have record labels and podcasts and all this different stuff. And I can go and I could just dress nice as fuck all day and, and just be a boss. So either a lawyer where I'd be able to do that, talk a little shit, be kind of cocky, make some good money. Or yeah, man, maybe just like a big, big club promoter or something like that. I think that that would be really, really dope. So you want to walk around with a suit and like a coffee, and then like look concerned all day? And <laughs> yeah, just, like, man, I just want to look at- like a. Yeah, I just want to look like an arrogant asshole. You got to like, text people with like three fingers at a time and then right. put the phone right back in your fo- uh, shirt pocket. No, right. no, man. If it, it, to, <laughs> to be for real, for real, is what I would love to do, and I've always had this plan, and I think it kind of held me back when I was younger, is I'm from Greeley, which is about an hour away from, from Denver, and uh, it's pretty bad down here, bro. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of – it's like one of the biggest places in, in fucking like – uh, mid mid USA for meth, like meth problems, like crazy down here. Gang problems, like crazy down here. So, what for me? What I've always wanted to do, and it, it held me back, because I never wanted to leave Greeley, because I always wanted to build something here. But once I realized, you know, there's not radio and there's not entertainment and there's not shit down here in Greeley and I moved to Denver, I think it would be amazing for me to come back. And and Jay-Z just said this. He just rapped about this in, in that freestyle when he was doing with, with Nipsey is gentrify your hood before they do. Right. And I think that's that's one of the uh, was one of the biggest messages I've heard in a long time, because we all see that, man. I see that happen in Denver all day is they're forcing everyone out because they bring in all these businesses in and people can't afford to live there no more. So I would love to do that to my city, man, is get, get to a position where I'm a boss enough and I have enough money and enough businesses where I could come back and I could build this shit in Greeley and gentrify my hood before they come right. and kick my people out on the east side and kick my people out of you know, the north side on, over there. And and I think so I think that's what it is. The bigger picture is wanting not just to be a boss and be, but I, I know that if I get to that position and I'm dressing that way and I'm, then I have the money and the assets to put that shit right back in my hood and build that shit up, man. Because again, the end of the, I mean, I do. Every time I come back to Greeley, I go cruise my BMW down on the east side, bro, and, and reflect. Because I think for me, just being a humble person and grounding yourself is one of the biggest things. And I think that's why it's helped me get to where I am for sure. And right. uh, you've lived in Colorado your whole life? Yeah, man. Like I said, born and raised in Greeley. Um, I literally, this has only been the first time I've lived out of Greeley for like the last seven months is in Denver. I used to say I hated Denver. I didn't like the big city. Like, and I just envied what they had because they had things popping there and I wanted that for my town. But I realized that that's not going to happen unless I make it happen. Like for real, like I'm the only person that I could say from my town that is on FM radio that's came out and done some big shit. That's had an article in the Westward. And and that's not just, you know, pumping myself up. That's just saying, you know, I want to come back and I want to give 
people that opportunity. I want the same thing like you guys are doing. I mean, if you guys got big enough, I bet if some young kids came and they're like, "Yo, I love the Bucket Up podcast. Can you guys help us start our own show?" You know, and you 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 seen what you see in yourselves. Mm-hmm. You know that then that that's what means something. And I think that's where you look and you know, like, I don't want I don't want to just be a rich ass or I want to be a fucking athlete. I'm like, dude, I want to do something where I'm gonna make a difference for real. Nice. Yeah, that's real, man. Cause like uh, I make fun of some of the people back home, my hometown that never left, but I got some people that are in my hometown that are doing shit and trying to grow, like what you said, from the inside out. And it's hard but, to balance that, right? Cause you see that and you're like, man, get the fuck out, out of the city and do something. And I see that all the time. I came back to a club the other day down here and same damn chick, same dudes are still at that club. I'm like, damn, y'all motherfuckers still ain't left. Like, mm-hmm. but then I see some of the homies that are down here that have started build businesses yeah. and made, you know, that have a family and big houses. So it's it's not about the city, man. It's just about what you can do with your situation right. and what you want to do with your situation. Yeah. Cause like, right, I'm got, part, yeah, for sure. I, was, I got a lot of homies that are still back home where I'm from and, you know, I remember people when I was coming up, people saying that our, our where we were was shit. But like, I'm proud of all my homies because they doing shit, building shit for themselves. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, as long as they happy doing what they do, like, cause it don't really matter where you go. You know, you can go to a big city and still be working a shitty job that you don't really fuck with. You know what I mean? And not really do anything for yourself. So. You know, right. it's all about how you mix it, you know? And then it, you're right. I think it's about what you want out of life, right? Not everybody mm-hmm. wants to be entertainers like us. Like, I got a homie that, and I said the same thing. I'm like, damn, man, some of y'all need to get out of Greeley. Like, y'all still there. But I got one of my boys who has, like, five kids. He's married. He has a house. He's working his job. He likes it. And he's happy. Mm-hmm. So I can't be like, all right, dude, there's nothing in the city. Like, get out the city. I'm like, you found what you wanted. That's, you know, good for you. You're happy that. But for me, I, I wanted more. I wanted something different. And mm-hmm. that's where I think you just take it. So you're right. You can be successful with whatever you do. It's just what you what's going to really, really make you happy. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. So um, speaking of Greeley, man, I've never been to Colorado. Like I said, I, we plan to come visit you, man, and be on your show and do your thing. In your, yeah. in your sandbox, my my cousin moved to Colorado, and he's right in the heart of Denver. So we got a place to stay, we got a place to go. Uh, we definitely want to check out places to eat, though. So we were gonna ask you, what's your favorite food, bro? What do you fuck with most? What do you what do you hate the most? And then somebody asked me asked me this the other day, and it was like, damn, I couldn't even think of the answer. Is what's the best meal you've ever had? Damn, that's a fucking good question, bro. The best meal I ever had. Um, <laughs> fuck, that's that's crazy, bro. Yeah, you know, and it's hard to answer. I was trying like, to because I know you had. I was looking at the run and I seen that food question, so I started thinking about good food that I like. Um, the best food I ever had, bro. I don't even know, man. <laughs> I would y- y'all gonna laugh, bro? But I just have to stay straight up, fucking Chick Fil A, bro. bro. If I have to you think about something like all the time that is just bomb, I'm like, bro, that Chick Fil A like, chicken. I don't is... get it. I think it's overrated. No, I bro. Yeah. I don't. No, get it. I, don't know. I, think, I think it's cool. It, I I didn't. You know, it's like, I like it. It hits, but it ain't. You know. It, 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 
Like, wow. Bro, that's me, man. If I gotta sit in there, I'm like, bro, what can I eat that is just fucking? I'm like, I don't know what they put in that chicken. It gotta be crack or something. <laughs> that shit is fire, bro. Like today, I was so sad cruising. First off, I woke up at 10 in the morning. I might just like chicken. I woke up at 10 in the morning, bro, and I was like, because we just got Popeyes in the city in Greeley. Like, there is lines around the block for Popeyes. Like, that just opened. <laughs> so I pull up, bro, it's 10 in the morning, and they're fucking closed. No, there. That Chick fil A is closed on Sunday. So I couldn't get no chicken, but man, yeah, dude, I would say Chick-fil-A. Um, my favorite food, though, if you guys got to eat some stuff when you come down to Denver, man, is you guys got to go. Uh, I'm big on cheese. I fucking love cheese. So if anything, okay. cheese, I'm cheese, bro. Like cheese curds, cheese sticks, cheese pizza, nacho cheese. Like, my, yeah, like, but if you guys come down to Colorado, man, there's this place down here. It's called Swanky's. And uh, they're from Wisconsin, so they're like Green Bay fans and like mm-hmm. Milwaukee fans. But though they got some cheese curds there, bro, that'll make you shit yourself because how good they are. Like, <laughs> I'm not even lying. These I don't know if I so- want them. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro, these things are so damn good. So I would have to say there, man. Um, you know, you know what I'm the green chili shit. I know that's big up there. Yeah, yeah, dude. Green chili is huge down here. Um, I actually just went to. Uh, it's funny you say that is um blue moon um they're based here in colorado the brewery uh so they got their own brewery and inside is dope bro like they got you guys have to go there because the chairs that they sit you in the booths they're actual like big barrels of fucking beer like huge barrels and you kind of sit inside the barrels and stuff but uh they got some green chili cheese fries there bro those are mm. fire that's yeah, for real we're now, when, y'all, when y'all come down bro we're gonna hit the dispensary then we're gonna go and we're gonna go hit all the, the dope ass food spots, man. We're gonna scoot. We're gonna jump on some scooters when y'all get down here. Hey, <laughs> bro, awesome. Y'all got scooters down there? Yeah, we got uh, a little yeah. bit. We got, we got them just, on the street corners and shit. It's just yeah, too bro. hot, man. It's, and I don't know. They kind of scare me. <laughs> yeah, I was saying down there, bro. You guys, that's different talk, man. I've been to Arizona a couple times, bro, and I can't even tell you the heat. I don't even know how y'all do it, bro. It's kind of, yeah, it's yeah I mean, we only got to do it for like five months, you know. Oh, five months of a hundred plus. Yeah. Hell no. Well, nah, nah. It'd be like ninety, you know, plus. Months. <laughs> nah, I can't even like, find no more, bro. Because Colorado's that hot now. It blows my mind. Colorado straight up gets that hot now in the summer, bro. It's it's insane. wild, bro. Global warming. Wild. I don't. Do you, wait, so, J, JB, you, did you know what your favorite food was? Or your best meal, or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah right, so the reason why I was saying like that question is kind of hard because you naturally will like narrowed down based on your favorite food right because yeah you'd be exactly. like, uh, if that's my favorite then it's my but that's not the case for me the best meal to this day bro and it's weird is in chicago it was the italian beef from mr beef oh okay and dude to this day i think it was just the it was like so lance it's like the chicago version of like a cheesesteak mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah just and they dip it in like the ajou sauce, and you gotta oh, eat it with like shit. a thousand napkins. But uh, yeah, I think that was <laughs> yeah. it, bro. No, that does sound fire. Nice. Bro. I mean, I don't, I don't have many of food. You know, I went to Philly. I tried the cheesesteak there. It was great. You know what I mean? Obviously, pizza in New York is fucking fire. Um, but funny, like the best thing I've ever had is there was this little like kind of like diner in, not a diner, it was like an inn. Type shit like on the outskirts where my college was was like in the middle of nowhere. Oh shit! Yeah, and this place it's called Sprague's, and like their breakfast was amazing. But like I went there one time and I got the the lobster bisque soup, and I I took like a spoonful and I was like, bro, 
I'll sell it. I'll sell it my kids for one of these, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit. That shit was so fucking good. I miss that shit, bro. It's so it was so good. That's probably that's. I, I think I might have had something else here that I can't. I can't remember right now. That was like top top five, but that that might be the best thing I ever had. And not you never like I fuck with seafood, but like a soup, I wouldn't have thought. But that's. I, have, I have this weird reaction where like if I. If somebody serves me food, and then depending on how good it is, the better it is, the more I want to fight you. What? So one time I went out to Chicago and got this butter, butternut squash soup. Mm-hmm. And wait, 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 wait. Pull that butternut squash, squash, squash soup. What Fire. the fuck, bro? I'll send you a picture, bro. You'll be like, wow. Butternut squash soup. Yeah, <laughs> I took I one squash is low-key good, but it don't look good. Wait on it. I took one spoonful. Joelle <laughs> Lynn Dench, she's like, how is it? I was like, I want to punch the waiter in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, damn, is that good? And Yo. then uh, he came back over. He's like, how do you like How do you like the food? I just grilled him. <laughs> she's like, uh, he loves it. He loves it. He's fine. It's like, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that butternut squash soup. Also from Wolfgang Pucks in Florida is amazing. Um, so, what's the food you hate, though? Food that I hate, this is funny because I, I did come up with this, is as much as I said that I love cheese, is I can't fuck with blue cheese. Okay. Oh, man. That's, I mean, that's fine. That's like that's, that's tragic. <laughs> so many people can't fuck with it. I'm like, I can't, bro. I don't know why. And this is a story, man. Is that is about a year ago when I was still going through the shit. I was working as a locksmith for a school district, bro. And we only get paid once a month, so that's just sucks. oh, so, whoa, so whoa. Half, oh yeah, bro. So halfway towards the end of the, the month, bro, I'm hurting money wise. I ain't got no food. Uh, I'm, I'm tired of eating ramen at my crib. I live by myself, so um, they catered Panera bread right for like the staff. So. I'm like, oh shit! I sneak into the staff room, bro, and I start snagging sandwiches. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is dinner for the week. It's Panera, Panera, Panera. I get home, bro, and there's about seven sandwiches, like blue cheese. Sand- there were blue cheese sandwiches, like, what? like <laughs> tomatoes, and they were like veggie. I never, I never heard of that, bro. I was so buck. I ate all seven of those sandwiches. So pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, hungry like, though, but what the fuck? I was, bro. I was like, hell no, you like got no meat. All y'all, your, your main thing is blue cheese in this bitch. Come That's on. weird. Depends on what you use it for, though, because it's like if he's talking blue cheese dressing on ran- uh, for like wings or if it's like a blue cheese salad. Nah, it was like the crumble blue cheese. Like it was smashed in there, like a oh, blue yeah. cheese nah. thing. Nah. Couldn't do it, bro. But if anything, I'm honestly, I'm not a picky eater, bro. You can ask my family, like, I'll eat whatever the fuck there is. Like, I'll go good. Just, I know it's not good. <laughs> like, eh, taco, or they're like, uh, 7 Eleven pizza. Or like, I'm like, fuck it, bro. It tastes good yeah. to me. <laughs> I get that. Nah, I'm all about that, man. I can't stand picky eaters. They pet peeve of mine, man. I'm just kind of like, I don't care if the burger comes with the tomato. If you don't fuck with tomato, just take it off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right? Just take the motherfucker off. They're like, oh, I got the juices on it. Right? <laughs> nah, like, I'm like, bro, are you four years old? Like, fam, you can't be out you're out here picking cheese and motherfucking starving. What, what, what movies or what foods don't you guys fuck with? Um, well, I mean, shit, that's funny that I say that, but uh, tomatoes, <laughs> <laughs> Just pull them off, bro. I uh, actually, you know, it's weird. I oddly eat them with burgers, that's the only time I fuck with them, but I won't like I won't eat them in a salad. Yeah, that's funny, it's weird. Uh, but, uh, yeah, tomatoes. I'm like highly selective with chocolate, like, I don't fuck with it, I don't fuck with chocolate really? ice cream, I don't fuck with chocolate cake. No, uh, shit. 
I can eat like an Oreo with milk, you know. I can I can you know fuck with a Snickers or a Reese's, but you know Hershey's and shit. I don't really like. That's a new one. I ain't never heard no one say they ain't like chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I just you know I, people say it all the time. Like, oh, you don't fuck. Like, it depends. Like, if it's it gotta have something with it. Like, you know, he I likes Reese's. Like yeah, I can eat you know a Reese's. I can eat a peanut M and M. Like, it gotta have some that kind of overpowered. Yeah, not, not just chocolate. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but usually I don't. Usually I don't bang with it. Uh, that's crazy. Any uh, any recent movies? Any you guys see? I know we skipped the weekend review, but Ty, what any movies you see this weekend? Oh I yeah, know, I can do my weekend need... review now. I guess. I yeah, know. I mean, say fuck it. We, we all, you know. That's a good weekend review. Uh yeah. So, of course, my weekend. You know, the big movie everybody done saw. Fucking one. It did one point two billion first weekend. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, Avengers Endgame. I went and saw everybody. Everybody who fuck with me know me. Listen to this podcast. Know that I'm real big on the Marvel shit. You know, I watched all the movies beforehand. Um, I was big on Infinity War. That shit was fire. And then I saw Endgame in you know three hours. Try not to fucking drink anything beforehand. So I didn't <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I had to. I was like, should I bring an energy drink? So I don't want to fall asleep. But I don't know why I did that because there was no way I was gonna fucking fall asleep. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, the whole movie's fucking amazing. <laughs> fall asleep. Right. Right. It's three fucking hours. I went at like nine o'clock Thursday night, That's and fair. then and then I went again right after work on my half day at like uh, noon. So I saw it twice within twenty four hours. But I was tired as shit on that second one. But, <laughs> nah, dude, it was crazy. It was better the second time. Uh, if you people who like fuck with the movies, if you were invested, like you're gonna get everything you wanted. I would imagine most people who really bang with it probably already saw that shit. Um, you know, I'm not gonna spoil anything here, obviously, but it, you know, it, it hit all my expectations. Uh, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how casual. I haven't talked to any like casual movie fans that seen it, that whether or not they bang with it like that. But from all accounts of what I heard from everybody else that seen it, people I saw, you know, it with. It was fucking fire. Um, did y'all see any other movies or nah? Did y'all see Endgame? Or I know you didn't, JB, right? Well, I actually planned on... I was thinking about going just to ignorantly see it because I haven't... On, on Wax uh, Land, I haven't seen... <laughs> I've, <laughs> I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies, man. Well, you saw Black for, Panther. I saw Black Panther. I saw Iron Man 1 and 2. I've seen Captain America. I've seen... Okay, I guess I've seen some Marvel movies. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've seen Thor. I think they're cool. It's just I've never got into them. Right. Uh, I honestly, and I'll probably be the one that know I'm like on the outside on this. I really didn't enjoy Black Panther. I didn't really get it, bro. For me, on me, bro, is is I don't like too much like scientific stuff like fake cool. you know and i i really would have liked black panther if it wasn't so kind of like futuristic does that make sense because it might kind of describing it yeah. um i didn't I, I thought it had been dope if he was just a dope ass superhero from there and did you know i did kind of did get that i went and seen uh captain marvel the girl right yeah. i was totally lost in that shit bro i didn't i'm not <laughs> gonna lie i fell asleep during it my, the, uh, we went for the movie premiere and like 
uh, Kathy J, who's a morning host, she's like, I can't believe this fool fell asleep. So I wasn't excited at all to see Endgame, man. Maybe I'll sit back because I, I know everyone says it's an amazing movie, so it cannot be a good movie. I just don't want to watch it and just not know what the fuck's going on. So I think I got to start from scratch and kind of get myself. Yeah, I'm going to be real with you, dog. You're just not going to – it's just not going to hit the same if you're, yeah. not, if you're not fucking with all the other movies. Fucking with it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's fine. You know, I, some people – you know, they'd be like, oh, you don't watch this. Like, oh, what the fuck? And it's really not that big a deal. And, know, and see, it's the same thing. Like, I've never got into, like, you know, the Ring of the Ring. What is it? Lord, Lord of the, of the Rings, Rings or Star you. Wars. Or, like, I never got into those. I don't know why, man. I mean, I'm just more of the sports. But, uh, yeah, I've never gotten into superhero movies. The only superhero movies I really, really liked is the Batman. Batman. I think Batman series are dope. Yeah, I like mm. those a lot, too. Especially the Joker. Rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Um, sure. What about, do you fuck with Game of Thrones? I don't really fuck with that either. I, I wouldn't man. be surprised if you didn't. Yeah, so. I don't, man. I don't. Like I said, I'm, I'm, <laughs> waiting for, I'm waiting for power to come back on. Me too. <laughs> insecure. Power, insecure, Bojack Horseman, Silicon Valley, and that's about it. Bojack, yeah, Bojack. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Bojack's just sad as shit. That's the only thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had some, I got some restaurant stories. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe, but I don't know. Uh, so the movie I saw was Den of Thieves. Again, I'm a big fan of 50 Cent. I think he's really Genethes, good writer. I did like that movie. I like that movie. I uh, definitely. Uh, I was gonna. Ty knows I'm a bad uh, movie seer because I don't pay <laughs> attention. Like I just stand up, especially at home. I'll smoke weed, walk around the house, fold laundry. Um, <laughs> come back, come back, being like, oh shit, that's what happened. Yeah, right? I come back. I'm like, yo, who's this guy? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, long story short, my JB movie review. Uh, you know, Ice Cube sons in the movies. A bartender gets approached by a cop. He asks if he knows something about an inside job. There's banks robbed every 40 minutes in L.A. Uh, you know, a crew accompanied by 50 Cent is, uh, you know, a bunch of thieves, if you will. And, uh, you know, the cops try to surveillance them on a heist. And that's the roundabout movie. It has uh, a dope-ass twist at the mm -hmm. end, too. Yeah. but I like, uh, yeah. I, like how, I like how our dynamic is just shifted to me. You know, I do, like... If I'm doing the music, it's like new music that just came out or a movie that, that just came out. And Jesse's just like, all right, yo, I saw the movie that came out. <laughs> My song of the week is from 1998. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the beauty of the 1998, the throwback music is like sometimes, man, you just throw back a, gold, a golden oldie. It's like, yo, I forgot about this fire. No, no, I like it because it's like you know, it's two types of people out there, bro. Like not everybody fucks with everything that's the latest. And you know, some people would just be You're chilling. Like, don't like, don't forget about this gym back bro. in 1994, y'all. Like Lance is on my side, man. Bro, it's cool. <laughs> like, bro, 20, it's gonna be 20, uh 29, and Jesse's gonna be like, yo, so I finally watched Endgame, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> that shit's fire. Right. Right. Captain America was going brazy. I don't know. Why is Thanos bugging, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. So yeah, yeah. So game of uh because I game of thieves. So Den of Thieves was cool. Um Draw Butler looked, you know, like he smelled like a cigarette throughout that movie. The whole fucking and stripper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, you're just doing a lot of mouth breathing, eating with his mouth open and shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Doesn't even uh, lie good. He got caught like texting the wrong person. He's like, I don't know how to use this phone. It's like, come on. Yeah, right. You know I know how to use this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna work, Gerard. Uh but uh, no, nah, so then what's that? 
I was like, did you wild out at a restaurant or not? Well, I went, okay, so I like to get some sushi every now and then on the weekend. And uh, we try to find a new spot. Uh, because, you know, sushi is limited in Arizona. Land says, you know, there's no fucking water. Uh, <laughs> fucking nothing fresh. And, uh, but anyway, the spot we went to, I thought was a new spot. But by the time we got there, I was like, oh, I recognize the parking lot. We've been here before. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. The service wasn't. There was like they were understaffed, so they just had one girl running around and took forever to get like refills and stuff. And then the worst thing is, I don't know where this like fly trickled in from, but there was a fly just hovering over our shit. So, <laughs> I feel like you can't blame them for like you know somebody having the door open and a fly. Rolling. No, it's not their fault. I'm just saying that's my experience, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just saying it happened, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, no, it was cool, man. The sushi at itself was probably six out of ten. The experience brought it down to like a four out of ten. Oh damn! Um, yeah, though I had a wild yesterday. I went to two spots. Um, it just happened. We had a birthday party. We had to go to big spender. Yeah, uh, birthday dinner. We had to go to, and then we were we were supposed to do a brunch with Trash. I was to Travis always. Um, it was like Travis, homie, Big Mike had came down. He wanted to get everybody together. And so they're like, brunch. I'm like, I bet. And they're like, all right, 1230. I'm like, that ain't really brunch, but I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I know how, you know, how, how us black people do. Um, and so we <laughs> we go to Lolo's, right? But we went to the one downtown. I know you said the, the one at Gilbert was wild, right? Yeah, I dined and dashed there. Lance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So we get there at 1230. The motherfucking place is packed. And we're like, I right, bet. What's the wait? They're like an hour. We're like, oh, shit. So we're like, people weren't there yet. So we're like, should we just wait it out? You know, it's, you know, maybe we'll get it earlier. So we, we just waited. Of course, we wait the whole full fucking hour. Um, they come in. But then, you know, once we actually get seated, you know, the waiter, the waitress we had was fired, bro. She was coming through. She was like, you want Kool-Aid? She was like, you know, mixing the Kool-Aid for people. She was quick on everything. Um, it just, it, you know, it just took us a while to sit down. So we didn't end up eating until like two thirty or some shit. And then basically by the time we got home, we had to, we had to go like straight to the fucking dinner that we had later on, which ended up being fucking hibachi. And like, I don't know if anybody, but you ever been to hibachi? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah for sure. One question though. Have you ever been to hibachi and it wasn't like a, like a birthday or a celebration? Nope. No, Can, is that even possible? <laughs> right. Nobody, yeah. nah. just like you know, everybody's celebrating birthdays there. Some no. bullshit anniversaries. Bro, they had like a drum they were banging for like for birthday songs, and that shit went off like every five minutes. Yeah, you're right. No one ever goes there on some humble like. Yeah, it's just a regular night out. Bro, if somebody just like, I right, what you want to do for dinner? Like, yo, hibachi. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Be like, nah, bro. You got to be rolling at least ten deep to rock for that bitch. <laughs> right? And, and you know, better, a couple just saying. You ain't never you, see just a couple sitting there by themselves with hibachi. No, <laughs> you start feeling bad like you forgot someone's birthday. You're like, oh, hibachi, happy right? birthday, dog. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like, bro, you don't go there. It got to be an anniversary. Somebody must have graduated something. I'm right. glad that you did hit the obligatory fucking Snapchat, though. That, you, you can't, that's the two rules. It got to be somebody's birthday or celebration. And you got to take a video to hibachi chef. Especially Bro, of the uh, what's it called the the, the onion volcano, onion the volcano, volcano. Yeah, yeah. onion volcano or whatever the fuck they, it is. They all learn the same tricks, and we all fucking be happy as shit every time we see that. Ooh, I was thinking before I was like, 
you know, you know, you go to a sushi spot and you kind of be kind of you be kind of looking sideways when like the, the chef ain't really like he not Japanese or something. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like dude, there. White dude named Wade. And you're like, I don't know, fam. You're like, this boy ain't cutting no shit. Like, like, what's up, bro? I like, was working yeah. with the fish last week. Whose so, birthday is it, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, like our hibachi chef, though, he was Mexican and he was fucking great. He was hilarious. He was like, he's like, yo, this is my first day, like fucking around. And then he would like he'd fuck up and he'd be like, it obviously wasn't his first day. He'd be like, damn, I'm gonna have to go back to Filiberto's. And like, <laughs> yo, he was fucking fire, bro. With the, he was doing all the tricks and shit. He was like gagging everybody. I was like, yo, fam, this is like the best. Abachi chef ever had. <laughs> Who would have thought? You know what I mean? Like, so this this was your bad experience? No, I didn't have a bad. Experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only, I mean, I didn't. I guess I didn't have only bad experience I had was waiting, and I was I wasn't that full, so I just had sushi at the hibachi spot, and I was watching everybody else with their shit. I will say the problem with uh, hibachi. First of all, how was the sushi at the hibachi spot? Oh, it was fire. I mean, it was a sushi. It was a sushi and hibachi. Spot. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I was gonna say also the problem with hibachi spots is you try to go like just with two people or something and you have to sit with like strangers at a yeah. table and then you're just forced to like sit there and interact and stuff kind of because then like you're <laughs> it's weird if you're just like yo right. don't talk to me right. i'm on a date leave me alone yeah we were good because we had the whole shit we had both chefs in the whole rotation so we were good end up being fine oh, that's so fine. yeah no, that's how it'll be sometimes yeah. but yeah I know, I know. I don't know if you saw my snap where we were when we were at uh, Lolo's and motherfuckers ain't had nowhere to put their chicken bones, so they threw that shit in the cup. Yeah, why did like, they do that? <laughs> like, do you try? Like, I had nowhere else to put it. I'm like, so you put it in the goddamn glass? In the they cup. Didn't have yeah. <laughs> that's weird, bro. Yeah, it was wilding, bro. Um, but yeah, nah, that was that was my weekend. I don't know. If- that's cool. I had a, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings last night. Shouts to them for knowing what's up in Arizona. They're open till two a.m. and I'm like, dude, that's how places should be because when they i get home off my second job shouts to the cfl the game ends around 10 o'clock restaurants close i'm like damn i'm sick of burger king mcdonald's you know <laughs> but uh i got a shrimp po boy so that was pretty fire nice nice well, i guess i guess we should uh move on to everybody's favorite you know segment Burn, 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 songs of the week, fam. What you, what you got this week? But yeah, first, you know, thanks, uh, Lance, for coming on to the episode. Yeah, man. thank episode. you guys so much. Hey, man, you guys got whenever you guys want me on, this is dope as hell. Yeah, for and, sure. Now that I know we can uh chop it up like this, man, whenever y'all want me to come on, I'll be more than happy to come on. Awesome, dude. And uh, yeah, we're gonna coordinate also on when we're gonna come out to Colorado because, like I said, we're gonna plan to come out. Like, it gotta happen this summer, yo. Yeah, yeah, for come. sure, dude. We, I know, uh, especially because my cousin, like I said, my cousin lives out there, and we wanna, I wanna visit him, and um, you know, we gotta get this interview and all that shit, and, and it's an excuse to travel. I've never been to Colorado. I don't know if you've <laughs> exactly. ever been. But not only that, I mean, just the content that you guys will get from it is just amazing. So yeah, for sure. Um, so other than that, man, tell the buckets before we get to song of the week. Where can they find you on Instagram, Twitter? Facebook, uh, yes, like- sir. You guys can find me on my personal Instagram, Lance underscore Mahares, M I J A R E S. And you can also follow us on the podcast, man, Turns Up TV. Follow Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can just Google Turns Up TV, man, we'll pop up. And uh, yeah, any artists out there, anybody out there who wants to get on from Arizona, man, I'd definitely love to get them on as well. Nice. Uh, well, yeah, man. So. My song of the week, man, usually, like Ty was talking on earlier, he br- provides the new shit. I bring it back to, to 98. And uh, 
you know, kind of talk about it. My song of the week is more of a vibe, like kind of what I've been going through um, throughout the week. And okay. uh, this week, it's like um, this week was, you know, everyone was talking shit about the New York Giants because they fucked up. They draft you know, <laughs> the NFL draft. Everyone come, yeah, everyone comes to me. Like I'm the like the voice of reason, you know what I'm saying? Like I deserve a job with the Giants because everyone comes to me when some shit goes bad, as if I have some voice in the matter. Nah, bro, you was in the means. I heard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, what I was saying is, uh, what I was saying, fuck, man, I got lost my train of thought. But, um, anyway, yeah, I had uh, I had them, you know, going at me at the neck, you know, talking about like, you know, I'm not the one, blah blah blah. Um, so I went to my bag and I had to get, like you were saying, go to, what's his name? Uh, Feral Monch with, uh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) 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 Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Wow. I'm in says Feral Monch. There you go. Uh, my songs of the week, I know I usually do a little bit of album reviews. We had two. One real big album drop and another one of artists I've really been fucking with over the last year. So, um, Schoolboy Q's new album drop. Um, everybody was talking about it, you know, if they weren't talking about Avengers or whatever. Um, I only ran through it once while I was cleaning up the house. Uh, and what I heard, like, there's a lot of bangers on there, a lot of songs that I fucked with. I didn't really like chopsticks like that. Um, I think they're. The thing that I took from it, because I'm a I'm a huge Schoolboy Q fan. If people don't know, that's like the origin of the whole bucket up the bucket hat thing. That's why I was throwing on bucket hats. The Schoolboy Q was out here doing that shit for a while now, uh, and so you know, to me, all his albums had gotten like better from the last one. And this might have been the first album that I listened to that wasn't oh, shit. One second, yo. Yeah, you got it. This might have been the first album I listened to that wasn't like better than the last one, but. You know, it was still it was still pretty good from what I heard. So definitely check that out and see what you think about it. Um, it just didn't seem as cohesive as you know I would respect from Q and I. But I I'm trying to not be you know we do too much in our culture is comparing shit to to other things. Like if somebody had a great album, you always go back and compare it to that one instead of just thinking of whether or not that shit is just good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so definitely check out Schoolboy Q's Crash. Um, another album I listened to was Rico Nasty. Anger management, whole shit is fire. It's it's a little short, um, and it's more like chaotic and shit. But whole thing is fire. But uh, my song of the week is gonna be T Grizzly, God Warrior. I probably throw that on the pot. Yes, sir. You got you got any songs of the week, Lance? What's up? Oh, for me, man, I think I would have to say song of the week would be I would definitely bump in that new Schoolboy uh, yesterday as well. So I kind of just have to piggyback off of that, man. I definitely. Uh, we threw that on before the game. We were vibing to that. Who else did we have on yesterday? Oh man, I've been rocking here. You guys see me? Y'all see? He was in the studio the other day, man. The baby. Oh yeah, his album. Baby, heavy over here. You yeah, know. man. The baby went hard. Um, just just listen to his music. Kind of just get myself caught up on him. So uh, yeah, man. Them two I'm rocking with right now. If the song of the week I got to put on though, if it is, it's um Yo Gotti, uh, little baby. Uh, what is mm. it? Uh, it's uh, what was it called? I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah, the new Leo Gotti and little baby man, that should go hard. The video's funny as hell for it too. So I'm glad uh, that you didn't let uh, Dub Baby wear diapers uh, in your studio. 
<laughs> oh, bro, it's funny. Real quick, I'll tell you about that. It's funny because we had the questions and everything for him, mm -hmm. and his manager came in, and he's like, let me see the questions. So he starts looking at him, and then right when he's looking at him, the baby walks up. He's like, no Walmart questions, no diaper questions, and then he says, like, something else, and we're like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah the Walmart funny. thing is wild. But what did he do? Yeah, I didn't even know. What happened? Uh, so the story is, you know, dudes, because, you know, I, I, I saw him on other interviews where he had already talked about it, so he's probably tired of it. But some dudes tried to rob him in the Walmart. Like he was with his whole, he was with his his daughter and his you know his family and shit. Oh, wow. And two dudes in it was in North Carolina. Like they ran up, they ran up on him, and they were like they they recognized who he was, and they were like, I you know uh, you know meet you outside because he's like usually you know in gang shit you know they see you with your family they don't. You know what I'm saying? They usually like I I I'll catch you later. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And but like it was he said it was some young dudes that didn't really obviously know what was going on. And so, you know, he I guess he he had the thing on him. Yeah, and he had a tool on him and I guess he ended up killing a guy in self defense. Oh no guy, way. Yeah, because the guys pulled up on him and they were they were trying to rob him at gunpoint. So he ended up shooting the dude. He the dude ended up dying, but he he went to the the, the cops like he went to the jail and they didn't even book him like they let him out the same day like because it was self-defense yeah that's crazy yeah 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 it was i'm like that's fucking wild but you know he he says a little shit in his rap about it you know like you know what I'm saying have you you know looking at your mom and them grandma and them praying out for you outside the walmart shit oh, like that shit, so like the shit that he said he actually about yeah. you know like if you if you watch his videos and you listen to his songs like he has like a little funny shit in it mm -hmm. But like you know, he obviously is actually about street shit. Wow, um, man, yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, he that's the first thing he said is no, no, I want to talk about Walmart. We're like, all right, we don't uh, know what it is, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now we kind of want to talk about it. But. Yeah, like well, now, what the fuck happened at Walmart? <laughs> right, ah, right. That's it, man. It's a good thing. Probably made for a good interview because he want to talk about it. Right now, uh, man. But I dig in. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. This has uh, meant a lot to me. Like I said, whenever you guys, um, I'll be more than welcome to come back on whenever you guys will have me again, yo. Yeah, because we want to come get one of those plaques, bro, and we want to be able to do that send off turns up. Yeah, um, it's gonna happen. We're gonna get you in the studio. Yeah, like I said, we're I'm gonna look at some flights because I got a free voucher for Southwest, so I'm you know we just gotta get one flight and then we'll be out there, and then um I have a we have a place to stay, so I'm thinking we'll just come out like that Friday, uh, do the media shit Saturday. And then go out on Saturday night or some shit, and then fly out on Sunday. Yeah. yeah, man, that'd be perfect. That'd be perfect, perfect. And again, like I say, man, we'll take you guys, show you guys what's up. We'll take you to the Flow Studio. Um, go up there and check out the FM Studio and all that. Get some pics and stuff, man. And then uh, get the get some of the jocks and get you guys some drops for the show. That'd be awesome, right. dude. And then uh, last thing, man, this show is sponsored by Sunday Scaries, um, <laughs> anxiety awareness gummies, uh, tinctures, and uh, FOMO bones for dogs. So I just want to let you know for all your audience too, bro. If they go to the website and use our promo code Bucket Up, they'll get ten percent off. Um, I know, you know, the weed scene's huge in uh, Colorado, but CBD's on the ride. Oh, yeah, CBD's huge, bro, and we're getting into that as well. So that's what's up. I'll definitely have to check them out for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, uh, shout out to the sponsor on that. I know I got crazy anxiety from driving post-car uh, accident, yada, yada. Um, but other than that, Ty, thanks for putting up with me week in and week out, bro. Uh, I don't know how you do it. A lot of people don't. <laughs> but, uh, again, man, this is the Bucket Up Podcast, Volume 83. Buckethead boys continue to grow. We're going to keep going because we got, like, you know, just enough time in the day like Beyonce. So we got to grind like her. 
Um, but beyond that, man, um, 83 in the books for the Buckhead boys, for the kid JB. I'm out. We out. We out. Let's go.